Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination soar. And this week's story is based on a real-life cat. It's written by me, Teresa, and features the tale of how one cat found his forever home. Here is our story, Watson the Friendly Street Cat. Watson was a street cat. He'd spent most of his life roaming through the alleys and avenues and backyards of his town. He was tough, as tough as a street cat could be. And yet, whenever you ran into him, you'd meet the friendliest cat in the world. He loved when people pet him, and he adored the little treats a few of the townspeople would give him as he waited outside their back doors. But he always returned to the streets. It was his home. He knew Mondays were trash day, and the best stinky leftovers were to be found early in the morning before the garbage trucks came through. He knew that if he waited outside the little cafe's back entrance, the nice cook would eventually come out with a bowl of milk and a can of tuna, just for him. It was the perfect life for a street cat. Watson became fairly well known in his town. He sauntered down the street on a bright Saturday morning and little children would shout, Look mom, there's Watson! His black and brown striped tabby fur wasn't unusual, but with his friendly nature, everyone in town knew who he was. Sometimes, if he was especially friendly and let the little kids at the fishing dock pet him, they'd give him a small fish they'd caught. And yet, Watson felt like something was missing. But what could it be? He had everything a street cat could want. On-the-go snacks, fame, and no one telling him what to do or where he couldn't go. Still, there was something he couldn't think of that seemed to be missing in his feline life. The feeling was especially strong on cold, rainy days when no matter what abandoned box he crawled into or stairwell he scooted under, he knew things weren't quite right. And then he got hurt. It wasn't a major injury, but his eyes swelled partially shut and he felt miserable. Oh, his head hurt and he didn't like how it made him feel. He tried to go about his usual business in town, but he knew he looked a bit silly. And while many people cooed over him and said, Oh, you poor thing! He didn't really want them to feel sorry for him. He just wanted to feel better and like himself again. As Watson was walking down an alley, a white car drew up behind him. Watson knew better than to tangle with a moving car, so he hopped over to the side and hid behind a trash can. But then he heard the car stop. A door opened, and someone got out. He heard footsteps drawing closer and closer. Suddenly, a head came into view above the trash can. It was a lady. She had curly gray hair, bright green eyes, and a friendly smile. Well, hello, Watson, she said gently. I've been hoping I'd find you. Watson meowed at her, and coming out from behind the trash can, meowed at her again before rubbing his head on her leg. It was the way he let people know he wanted them to pet him. The woman understood, and she bent down and stroked his black and brown striped fur. That eye of yours does look like it needs some attention. How about we help you out, huh? She straightened and went back to her car. When she returned, she was carrying something. It was a strange kind of box with lots of holes in the sides and some kind of door with metal sticks on the front. She set it down and placed several yummy-smelling treats inside. Want to go inside and we can see what's wrong with you? The woman asked. 
Normally, Watson would have been very suspicious of people trying to get him to go into something like a box, but his head really hurt and he wanted those yummy treats. So he crawled inside and snatched one up. But before he could get out again, the woman had closed the metal stick door. He pushed his head against it, but it wouldn't move. He was locked in. It's okay, the woman said in a soothing voice. Don't worry. I'm just taking you in so Dr. Myers can have a look at you. We're going to make you all better. Watson didn't like the sound of this, but there wasn't much he could do. So he ate the rest of the treats as she put the box in her car and drove off. They went down several streets he recognized, and before long, they stopped in front of a building Watson had seen before but never really investigated. It was a cream-colored building with blue trim and big glass front doors. The woman got out of the car and, taking the box with Watson, carried him through the glass doors which opened all on their own. As they entered the main room of the place, Watson's nose picked up all kinds of strange smells. Other cats, some dogs, other animals, and some strange chemical smells. And what was that? Oh, it smelled like some more yummy treats! Watson was both intrigued and nervous. What was this place? The woman carefully set the box with Watson on a desk, and Watson found himself looking at a pretty young woman with curly black hair and warm brown eyes. Is this him? she asked. Yep, the other woman answered. Found him outside Dean's bakery. The pretty young woman frowned as she looked at Watson. Man, his eye really doesn't look good. Glad you found him when you did, Martha. I'm sure the doctor will want to see him right away. Doctor? Watson had heard that word before, but he wasn't sure what it meant. But it made him feel even more nervous. The young woman opened a jar just then and stuck a small, fishy-smelling treat between the bars on the door's box. As Watson ate it up, he found it helped him feel a little better. The ladies talked for several minutes before a door behind the pretty young woman opened and a man in a white coat came in. What do we have here? Martha found Watson, the pretty young woman said. You better take a look at his eye. The reports were right. The man came to stand in front of the box and put a pair of glasses on. He looked at Watson through the door with a frown. Yeah, we'll get him in back and see what's going on. He straightened and shook hands with the woman who had brought Watson into the place. Thanks, Martha. We appreciate you taking the time to find him. Oh, I'm happy to do it. You know I love looking out for the animals around here. Let me know if you need me to go pick up anything else in trouble. The woman left through the sliding glass doors. The man picked up the box and carried it behind the desk and through the door. The front room had been sunny and warm feeling, but this room was very different. It was bright white with lots of tables and things hanging on the walls and sitting on the tables. It had a lot of different smells, some good, some bad, and some Watson wasn't sure about. And it smelled a lot like other animals. Watson could feel himself getting more and more nervous. What was going to happen to him in here? He had always liked people before, but maybe these people weren't so nice. The man set the box on the table and turned to mess about with some bottles and things nearby while the pretty young woman spoke to Watson in a quiet, gentle voice. I know it probably seems pretty strange in here, Watson, but don't worry. Dr. Myers is going to take very good care of you. You'll be feeling better in no time. She pushed another fishy treat through the door and Watson ate it up. The man in the white coat turned back to Watson and did something with the door and slowly pulled it open. Watson backed up into the box as the man's hand slowly moved inside. Watson thought about hissing, but the man didn't seem like he was going to hurt him. The man's hand stopped a few inches before Watson, and Watson looked out to see the man smiling at him. 
It's okay, Watson. Take a sniff and let's see if you like me. Watson leaned over a bit and took a sniff. Huh. The man smelled okay. And he liked the sound of the man's voice. He stuck out his tongue and licked the man's finger just a bit. He tasted okay, too. So he leaned forward more and rubbed his head on the man's hand. The man began scratching him under the chin, and it felt so good. Watson began to purr. Slowly, the man's hand came around Watson and gently pulled him out of the box and onto the table. It was cold metal, and Watson didn't really like it beneath his paws, but now both the man and the pretty young woman were petting him. She got out more treats for him, and Watson realized this wasn't a bad place after all. While the young woman continued to pet him and give him treats, the man began looking Watson over. It wasn't until the man began trying to look at Watson's eye that Watson decided he didn't like this anymore. The man's fingers near his eye hurt him, and he gave a soft hiss as he moved away from the man's hand. Okay, buddy. I get it. That's gotta hurt. Quite the infection you've got there, and I've got just the thing to make it better. He pulled over a brown bottle and pulled a long, clear stick-like thing from it. He dangled the stick over Watson's eye, and Watson tried to bat at it with his paw, but the young woman held his paws down. The stick dropped several splashes of something onto Watson's swollen eye. It stung and he meowed in frustration as the young woman held him down again. But in a moment, the stinging was gone, and they were both petting him again and telling him what a good boy he was. The man put Watson back into the box, and a few minutes later, the young woman put a bowl of delicious, juicy food into the box with him. Watson was so hungry and so happy, he ate every bite and even licked the bowl. They kept Watson in the box in another room for several days. They would check on him a few times every day, let him out to stretch his legs, and give him yummy food and more of the stinging drops. Before long, Watson realized he was feeling better. He even began to be able to open up his eye. About that time, another lady came, and she took Watson in his box to another building where there were lots of cats and dogs. It was noisy and kind of smelly, and Watson didn't really care for it there, but he was warm and got nice pets from people and always ate yummy food. Best of all, the lady put a small hammock in his box, and he loved to lay in it as he watched the other people and animals throughout the day. But then one day, something happened that changed Watson's life forever. The lady who had taken him to this new place brought two people to visit him. The couple seemed nice. The man had a big smile, and the woman smelled good. They both knew how to pet him and spoke in gentle voices and gave him little treats. He liked them right away. They played with him for quite a while, and he showed them how he could chase toys, catch moving things, and purr very loudly. Eventually, they put him back in his box, and the man and woman followed the lady away. Watson settled back in, happy to have had some nice attention and treats, but there was still something missing. It was the same feeling he'd had when he lived on the streets. But then the man and woman came back in with the lady. They all seemed very happy. The lady took Watson out of his box and handed him to the woman, who gave Watson a squeeze and said, Are you ready to go home, Watson? Home? Were this man and woman taking Watson back to the streets? Well, that would be fine, he thought. It had been nice to be indoors and not have to hide from the rain or find his food every day, but he wouldn't mind being able to chase mice again and walk down the street. The man took Watson's box, and they followed him out to the car. The man put Watson's box on the back seat, and the woman set Watson down inside it. Then they got in and began driving. Watson kept waiting for them to stop, but they just kept driving. Soon, Watson realized either they were going in circles or they were driving far from the streets he'd called home. Eventually, he fell asleep as the car continued onward. 
Watson woke as the car came to a stop. He looked outside. They were in the driveway of a house he'd never seen before. The man opened the door and picked up Watson's box and said, Welcome home, Watson. Home? This wasn't home. Watson was very confused. The man and woman brought Watson into the house, and the man set the box down and opened the box's door. Watson got out slowly, sniffing the air and looking about. This place smelled delicious, like fresh-baked bread and cookies. Watson wandered about the room, smelling the furniture and rug. Then he explored the kitchen, and then the bathroom. He liked this place. And he really liked the man and woman who kept petting him and playing with him. As the days went by, and Watson settled more and more into his new life and new home, he found that feeling of something missing in his life was gone. And he realized what it had been he'd been missing all that time. Sure, he'd enjoyed being a tough, scrappy street cat, and he'd felt fine being at the other places, but this place had one thing none of those places or the streets had had. Here in this warm and yummy-smelling house with the nice man and woman, Watson had found his family. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, Watson the Friendly Street Cat. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. Cats can make great pets, but they also need us to take good care of them and love them well. Do you have a favorite cat? Feel free to draw a picture of your favorite cat and ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at Whiskers and Wings Podcast, on Twitter at Whisker Wing Pod, or on our website, WhiskersandWingsPodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination. Whiskers and Wings Podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales, theme music by Ruth Richmond. <laughs>